is absolutely explodifying. There is so much to talk about today. We've got special guests waiting in the wings. The one and only Ben Morrow is with us, and he's got a new NFT set coming soon. We're going to discuss Tops is in a food fight. And for those of you wondering what the alternative is to the Wax Cloud Wallet, we've got Aaron from Gray Mass and the Anchor Wallet with us today on The Nifty Show. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go! It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy. The Nifty Show. Nifty Show number 36 in a line of infinity shows because we don't know how many there are going to be yeah we don't know how many we're going to mint of this thing <laughs> how many episodes yeah and what's cool about this is we are we're actually minting whenever these episodes are over uh, it uploads to library.tv and then joel goes in and mints them well, some, and uh, makes them available sometimes sometimes it's it's yeah it's, it's really cool how meta is this it's a show about nfts that we mint as an nft sometimes so it's maybe meta maybe maybe meta uh we're gonna jump right in because we've got a legend waiting in the wings right now and i'm gonna bring him in here it is ben morrow uh and if you are not aware of who ben is ben is a uh, a designer an illustrator an artiste who has done work on a lot of brands that you will recognize if you've played call of duty black ops yep ben's in that if you've played halo infinite yep ben's in that scene valerian yep ben's in that altered carbon huxley the, the list goes on the hobbit even get out of here ben morrow welcome to uh the nifty show hey guys thanks for having me dude you have really done a lot of diverse work thanks man yeah it's been it's been a long career of of working in the entertainment industry and um which has been really satisfying but like which just kind of led me into this space was all those years I never had a way to value those original creations I would do for myself you know it would always have to be like I got to go work for a company or a big movie and and that's very cool and educational like getting to work with like Peter Jackson and like a big director like that um, you definitely learn how to be a better artist and creator um, but then if I wanted to make more income on the side those creations were never valued. So you'd have to like make a tutorial because like the process of how to make that image was valued by the, the market at the time. But now it's like, we can create, people want that just the image has the value now, which is kind of what we've all been waiting for most of our careers. So it's pretty incredible time. This is, this is a really incredible time. People paying thousands of dollars for pixels on a screen yeah some, some people go man this is crazy like my mom she doesn't get it like you know it's like and you got some people who are in the crypto space who don't get it they're like what i'll just take a screenshot on my phone and then i got it and then what do you mean i just stole your nft like no you i own the mona lisa <laughs> <laughs> well it's, it's yeah it's like someone was saying that the other day it's like it's like i went on amazon and you know i can get a mona lisa print for like two dollars and it's like the mona lisa is worthless now you know yeah, right. <laughs> it's like 
That's okay, fine. no. So, so, <laughs> so when did you hear about NFTs, right? So we've been in this thing for since CryptoKitties when we first heard about it. And we're always curious, like well, artists like yourself who's been doing epic stuff on epic games, like how, what was your tiptoe into the NFT space? And then how did it go from there? Well, I definitely heard about CryptoKitties at the time. Like I remember... Um, I was starting to get into to cryptocurrencies and stuff and trading and stuff. And then uh, I remember one day the Ethereum network was just like broken or down. And I was like, what's happening? And there's like, this is crypto kitty thing. And people are like trading this thing. It's like Pokemon. And like, but it's, it's all on the Ethereum blockchain. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, that was my first, like, whoa, what, what is this? And they're having babies. It's a, it's yeah, and, and they're babies. like mixing and having babies and they're like trading the rare ones and stuff. Yeah. And was Ethereum like, doesn't go down anymore. It just has <laughs> exorbitant gas fees. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that was probably my first, like, hearing about it, but it probably wasn't until Beeple late last year where I was like, okay, wait, there's something like, with our art, it's not just like a game. It's like, maybe I didn't understand what NFT was when the CryptoKitties thing, I thought it was just kind of like a game. And then once Beeple started dipping his toes into that, I was like, wait, what's going on here? And you start researching more. And I saw a couple friends I respected on, on sites like Super Rare. And I was like, okay, let me, let me research this and try this out and um yeah pretty much late last year and once i kind of understood what was happening i was like this is the moment you know i've been waiting for my whole artistic life basically and it's just like i told someone else's but it's like it felt like the moment when someone told me about bitcoin like nine years ago or eight years ago when it was like five hundred dollars and i was just like that sounds weird, but at the time I didn't do anything. You know, I didn't research. I didn't go further. I didn't do anything. I didn't like figure out what it was and how to how to acquire some. And to me, this felt like a similar moment to that, where it's just like there's this thing, and it's like you can sell your digital work finally. And I was just like, this is like another moment like that, and I'm not gonna like delay. You know, it's like I gotta, gotta do this now. This time. Yeah, I gotta research now. <laughs> this is happening. I feel like this is just as big or bigger than a similar kind of moment like that. It's like mm. what that, what Bitcoin did for like money and finances, this is doing for art. And it's just like, we, you know, this is the moment for artists to like jump well, on this. And we've just entered the early adoption phase. Yeah, right? We've yeah. just come out of pioneer. Just, I mean, we're just at the beginning of early adoption and buzz is starting to get out there. And pretty soon there's going to be a lot of creators. So you're here early. Yeah. And uh, this is great because, you know, as a creator, you become the master of your own domain, right? Sure. By selling your art direct and on blockchain. And you're coming out with a really cool series on Vive, which I believe yeah. is, is on Flow, yep. called Evolution. So right. it's yeah. March 3rd, 3 p.m. Uh, in UTC, which here in Denver would be... Um, it's pretty early for us. Eight, yeah, eight in Seattle. the morning here, yeah. seven for those... Hey, you guys on the West Coast, just sleep in. Let us buy up the, the things. Uh, what's evolution, man? So this is a, I mean, it's basically on one level, it's about these amazing creatures from kind of primates on earth and how life could evolve into distant reaches of our galaxy and exploring all these cool ideas for all these amazing like species and things that could potentially exist. And basically, and on another level, it's basically my evolution as an artist over those years, because you know, most of my career, I haven't been able to use all this for anything. So I've basically been exploring these ideas with the hope that one day I could turn this into something. And now with NFTs, I, fi I finally can, you know? So it's like a decade of learning and growing and creating fantastical things for movies. But at the same time, I was also doing it for myself. 
And um, now for the first time, I can turn it into a cool project and collectible series. And it's broken up into 21 original creatures and into three different tiers, common, rare, and legendary. And because of the rarity level, uh, only 50 collectors will be able to own a whole set of these. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to actually see who, who ends up getting all of them. <laughs> like uh, maybe do something special, like have a cool community that springs up and like the, the 50 people who actually, who got them are like in a special group and get some, some cool stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm just excited to, to finally be able to create things like this with my work. And in the past we would usually need like, you know, you need like a giant team. You need like tons of people to like create something. And now it's like, no, I can just, I have the work. I know what I'm doing and I can work with the website like Vibe and Flow to turn it into something. And it doesn't need like 500 people to, to make a big thing anymore. Um, which again, is, is just incredibly exciting for, for artists. Yeah, it's fun. So you, these are some creations that you've created back in the day. And then it's like, all right, here I got these. I got these cool things that I, that I've created. You said there's a total of what? How many? Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. And so, what makes one legendary? Are they like? Are they animated? Are they doing cool effects? Yeah. Do have yeah. Some so, that, do you have some you can maybe show us? Maybe a little teasers. Yeah. The I think there's a teaser I posted on Twitter. There's you can see some of the cards. Um, and there's some of the cards in there. They in the videos they are static, but the actual cards are animated. Um, and they are dictated by the common is just a black bottom, uh, rare is gold and uh, legendary is like, uh, like, you know, the shiny cards kind of like thing, refractor kind um, of thing, refractive, like reflective kind of card and um, to dic to indicate the different tiers. Um, and the, the breakdown of like how I put the creatures into classes was based on where they are on the evolutionary scale. So like, if it's like primates or something simple on earth they'd be more of a common kind of thing. Um, and then the more fantastical and weird and crazy the creatures get, uh, they would be more rare and legendary kind of thing. Oh, I this think guy, it's on this my... This guy here looks like a person <laughs> I know. I, I think I've, I've seen him walking down the street somewhere before. Or maybe, I don't Maybe that I saw him at Walmart or something. Uh, it's like the new cantina, right? Star Wars cantina. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's going to be like yeah, after, the, after about like a few decades of these vaccines. <laughs> so, <DNA. laughs> so i'm i'm excited for people to see like all the data oh, yeah. and like the the card uh descriptions of the characters like some of the the primate ones are pretty pretty funny um i'm looking for where i can see some of the oh on my ones. on my uh i'm here on your on, twitter on my twitter i think it's the first maybe the first one is the the trailer pinned tweet there Let's yeah at the top this yeah one this here. one this one an epic FT of it. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years of the baby. Cool. So, so pretty quick, but just like a big like hype thing. Yeah, <laughs> Got to make something cool. So you're one of the first people that we've talked to who've built something exclusively on Flow, right? Mm -hmm. We know that Flow is the blockchain that NBA Top Shot is built on right sure. and i know they're going to be doing dr seuss is coming out soon and they got some other yeah. properties they're going to be working on UFC you're the very first person that we've stuff, talked yeah. that's built on on, on yeah. Vive. tell us what was the process like you know um the, the, how are you creating the, the the they have all the pack mechanisms and stuff i mean 
are they taking a percentage of the overall? How is it to work with them? You got to pay them for the tech to get it all integrated. I know there's no, other creators out yeah. there thinking how, and they're curious about how it works. So I've been working with, or I've been selling one of ones on Super Rare since then. So like I, this kind of happened at the same time as I got accepted into Super Rare on the Ethereum blockchain. And it's pretty much the same as all, all the sites kind of offer the same breakdown. I think the artist gets like 90, 80, 85, 90%, something like that. Um, and it's the same, same on Vive. Like everyone just kind of has the same breakdown. Uh, so all the so tech mechanisms difference. are already built in there for the packs and everything. It's just, a, they're just taking a percentage of the overall sale. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's basically exactly the same as if I did it on another network, except there's no gas fees. There's no transaction fees for artists and creators. So like people buying don't have to pay an extra fee, something like that. Um, so that was also something interesting because I, I didn't know what, what Vive or Flow was. Um, but once I started researching um, the team and I was like, oh, it's a CryptoKitty guys. And they built this specifically for these high volume transactions. And then I saw how well Top Shots was doing. And I was like, okay, they really made something special here. Um, and so I was pretty glad to like have partnered with them to make uh, my first game on that because after selling on Super Rare, you do start to see a lot of the inefficiencies where like one transaction took me like, took like nine hours when the network was busy. And it's wow. just like, that's, and I was like trying to bid on a painting and the, like the timing timer was going down. It was like, uh, like, am I going to get my friend's painting that I love? Or is this like, that just happened to me on OpenSea. I was going to grab one of these musicians <laughs> NFTs and I was like, Oh, cause I saw you could make a bid in W wrapped ETH. And so I'm like, Oh, I need to switch my ETH to wrapped ETH. And then I go over to buy it. And it's like, no, you need ETH. And I was like, damn it. I just <laughs> had ETH and now I have wrapped ETH and now I'm hosed. So yeah, there's stuff like that. And then I think one day when the, the F was busy, I think it was trying to charge me a $4,000 gas fee to place like a $500 bid on a painting I wanted. I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was like, I guess I'll just not, I guess I'll right. wait. And then the painting sells over that time. And you're like, okay, uh, I guess I can't buy my friend, like this painting I want. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Um, I, I have a question around this around for artists. Right. So it's like, we're working with a lot. I've, I'm, you know, Photoshop guy. We've done a lot of, we've done four series that we've minted on wax. And we've done, we've minted about 500,000 NFT so far. I'm curious, what advice would you give to a current artist who already has some of these skills and maybe some of these people who are thinking about, wow, what skills should I develop or where should I go to learn some of these skills? As somebody who's worked with some of the biggest games in the world, what advice would you give some of these up and coming artists or people who want to do this stuff? Sure. Um, I mean, when I started, all the information was so like restricted to like, LA and California and these very like small pockets of like these highly skilled people that could teach us. And so back then I would have recommend going to school, but I feel like now with YouTube and the internet and like, there's all these, there's so many online resources like uh, brainstorm and concept design Academy and uh, workshop Academy and um, schoolism and uh, learns like there's so I've many heard learn of squared, none of those. That's learn not, squared. That's, that's uh, there's, there's so many, just like, if you want to learn how to do concept art from like the best in the industry, just make, I guess that would be my recommendation is make sure the person you're learning from is like, has the job you want, because a lot of people will um, make all these tutorials and things, but you know, they haven't been working in like 20 years or never worked at all. And it's like, make sure the artist you want to be, and the job you want or the skill you want, that person is like actively doing that. So you're getting the most cutting edge information, I guess. Um, so that you're not like, 
if I applied for a job with the skills I learned 10 years ago, I would not be able to get a job or it wouldn't be because things have changed so much. Um, you got to be stacking those skills all the time yeah. in this space, man. If not, you get left behind. I'm it's, on it's, high rubble. It's like a art. It's like kind of like an arms race. It's like, okay, everyone was like drawing with pencils when I started. And then it's like markers. Then it was like Photoshop. And then it's like sculpting and then ZBrush. And then it's like Blender and Octane. And blah, blah, blah. it just like every year it's like, oh, this is what everyone wants. This is what everyone wants. Is, is what that what you build a lot in in Blender and Octane? Blend, yeah, Blender and Octane quite a bit. Uh, for a while, still key shot a little bit sometimes for rendering. Um, but yeah, Blender's become my main, especially just because it's it's free and open source, and it just got so good. The last uh, once I got to two point eight, it's it's kind of amazing. Again, I it's like get it on that man. I gotta learn. How yeah, to the the it's like the open source nature of like crypto stuff, and then Blender also being so open source. It's just I don't know. There's all these things kind of like merging. It's pretty. Do you pretty want, do you mentor or teach others, Ben? Have you ever gone down that road? Sort of in the past, but again, like my my goals in my career has always been like I want to be the best artist I can. And I want to create the most amazing things I can. And when you turn into a teacher, it's like a very different, it's like, I'm sharing what I know, but all my get energy paid less. <laughs> well, it's like all my energy is going into these people. And that's a cool experience in itself. But like, if my goal is to create like, like the next star Wars or whatever that might be, that takes up so much time and energy that it's just, it's hard to like, maybe later I'll, I'll get more into that myself, sure. but um, if you guys so go to Vive, something cool. this is the site, V-I-V-3, Vive.com. Um, you can see other art that is available here, but featured right up top here yeah, in yeah. Rose, Evolution. And you can see this goes on sale March 3rd at three o'clock, somewhere on the other side of the pond. And there's three kinds of packs. There, there's a lot of these common packs sure, for yeah. Nineflow. Um, and then there's 400 rare packs for 29 flow flow is at about 19 dollars today so that's about 551 dollars yeah, yeah. for one of these and then only 200 of these um for about 1700 dollars we're we're gonna like be super wowed when we open one of these up right yeah yeah and so like it's it's pretty interesting because like it's kind of in between like a top shot thing which isn't very expensive and then it's like an art drop thing like a nifty art drop it's like a lot of them are going for like 2,500 for yep. like a multi-edition of like 500 or a thousand. That's right. You only get one painting, right? And this is like five. So it's been an interesting uh, to try to get somewhere in the middle. So like we don't maybe alienate people from top shots that want to get into art, but then don't want to devalue it as an art drop because a lot of those are sell for quite a, quite a lot. Yeah. Quite a lot. These are going to go really fast. Opens. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, how's the pack opening experience? That's one of the things that we find that brings people the most joy is whenever they open up our packs, we always got like some cool video that does something that kind of, and then the cards go, they do something. Did you build some of that into the uh, into the pack experience? I let I let the the vibe and flow team handle all that, so I I kind of left it up to them. Like a lot of this is like so new to me, so I was just like, whatever you guys think is like the coolest and best, mm -hmm. uh, I leave it up to you guys. Um, yeah. So they'll probably I have your thing. They'll go and then it'll come out. Sparkles. Some glitter and some sparkles. That's what, that's what Ben wants. And one of the problems with uh, flow, uh, not as a chain, as a crypto, is that U.S. citizens can't buy yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the only, that was the only like thing where it's just like, it's going to be a little restrictive, but like Coinbase and Binance are investors. So it's definitely coming, but it's just like, mm -hmm. it's, 
it's only been like, a, I think it launched January. So it's like just came out. Um, so I'm kind of being a little like I'm early into the space, but I'm also like a really early adopter this. in this space into flow. But yeah. um, once I saw again, everything they've been building, I was, I was pretty excited just long-term to see like where it would go and be one of the first projects on a new thing is always kind of exciting. And um, once I read that uh, OpenSea is going to integrate everything. So all the NFTs people buy, they'll be able to trade in the secondary market on, on OpenSea. So it'll be pretty crazy. Like, cause a lot of people wouldn't, won't be have been able to uh, bid on these. And then mm-hmm. once it gets on OpenSea, I, I think it'll go pretty nuts. I know? said to the U S regulators, could I have flow? They turned <sighs> to me and they said, no. Yeah, I was so sad about that. We knew Flow was coming because mm-hmm. we had interviewed Alan Falcon of the, the Dapper Labs team. And he goes, yeah, they were selling it on CoinList, 10 cents a token. And uh, people in America and Canada could not get any because uh, our government likes to protect us, quote unquote. But I could go t- I could go down and spend a bunch of money on some lottery tickets or bet it all on red. But I could not get 10 cent Flow. I was going to get $10,000 worth of that. I was going to get 100,000 flow, man. I knew it was going to be big. But it's going to be crazy. I mean, now I only have 1,000 flow. So every time I see the price, I just move the decimal points to see how many millions I missed out on. Thanks yeah, a lot, SEC. <laughs> it is pretty crazy. Okay? Yeah. I, know. I think I think flow is going to have a crazy year. So it is. Yeah. It's just, it's a little, it's definitely like, yeah, just being an early adopter, you never know. But like, I'm pretty, I don't know. I feel pretty confident, like just seeing what they built and, Especially like the uh, oh, Ben just freeze on us. Oh, sorry. No, it's mm-hmm. good. Or did I freeze on everybody? I think he froze Maybe on I us. just stopped talking. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I hear him still. Yeah, I would words. say this, man. So it's coming on the third, uh, which is what early next week. What Tuesday, Wednesday? What is that? Oh, it should be like Wednesday morning. Wednesday yeah, for, for us. Are here. you are you international? Is that why March it's GMT? Is, I'm in. See. No, I'm in. Uh, I'm in Seattle. So like, I think the, the logic is that. Uh, it's mainly like UK and Asia markets that will be the the prime, like that kind of sort of time zone is the oh, big. I see. Gotcha. The main right. the main flow flow holders right now, so we kind of have to focus it for for those guys. Right but I know I know some people in the US who do have flow that are like, I'm gonna I, stay up till six a.m. I legally got some flow. No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm gonna get some. No, I don't I'm know not. what you're talking. No, about. I'm not. <laughs> Wednesday, the third of March, vive.com, viv three, because in this new world, we don't use actual language. We, <laughs> we change it up to say something else. Uh, ben, you're going to sell this thing out. Congratulations in advance. And Thanks, uh, man. I, I hope so. Uh, I'm excited. I'm doing as much as I can to make it's, it. It's going to be great. Let's keep in touch and let us know what, uh, what you're working on next. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate All right, man. man. Best of luck. Cheers. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Ben Morrow, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Follow him on the Twitters. Uh, really easy to find him out there. Just at Ben Morrow 993. I don't know why, unless he was born in 93. <laughs> no, he's older than that. That would make sense. He, he looks like a young lad, but uh, there you go. Maybe he's ben 93 Morrow. years old and he's a vampire. <laughs> Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button's my dad. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again, Ben. We'll talk yeah, to you no soon. Bye-bye. See you guys. Sir Lord Travis, I would love to get one of these legendary packs. I mean, I've I've attempted to buy NFTs on Nifty Gateway that are $2,000. I tried to get one last night. There was a really cool drop, these soda cans with these cartoons on them that just looked, I was like, they made me so happy. There was like 4,000 people on the, the drawing list to get, you know, one of 30 of each of these. And I got nothing and liked it. Right on. Right on. 
you know what? I got the cool piece that was the collaboration piece between Greg Mike and the guy who had the the golden skulls. Uh-huh. Right, they sliced the heads in. So they basically they took Greg Mike's stuff and then put that head on that. So I was able to get one of those, which I thought was pretty cool. Also, uh, we have a, we have another guest coming on here. I he'll be here in just a minute. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and talk about something else. Yeah, there's something else that's going on right now for those of you who may or may not be aware of this. But uh, the artist, uh, well, the musician Blau, has uh, is doing a really Blau. unique drop. Yeah, can you see this on the screen? Yeah. There we go. So this right here is um, he's dropping a bunch of cool NFTs. He's got 11 NFTs. And these are actually going to come with some physical art as well. Actually, a physical huh. album. And look at the bids on some of these, you guys. Mr. Block, $30,000 for this top platinum Whale one. Shark. Whale Shark, $26,000. I, I had to jump in there just a bit, but I'm probably going to get popped out when it's all said and done. Uh, there's only 33 spots, and I'm at 3,600. And mm. those numbers look like one that's day, not going to look too positive. Four hours left. Uh, one, by the one way, day four hours. So tomorrow, at nine central it will be over is when the final bids are in on this so interesting uh, thing musicians jumping in the space joel you mentioned whale shark and uh we have secured him for an interview on the nifty show next week so you guys aren't going to want to miss that oh, but right don't. now we have the uh the creator of the anchor wallet from gray mass aaron is with us to talk all about alternatives to the wax cloud wallet aaron how you doing bro good how are you guys doing you hear me Excellent. all right i can hear you fine you got your awesome. camera can you turn your camera on so we can see you i am sans camera right now i am between machines okay fair enough we'll just imagine what you look like then. <laughs> i'm imagining that you are um you know you're in tech you're a developer you probably wear glasses um, Yep. you probably have a beard yep nailed it Thanks for coming on a video streaming show with no camera. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys, uh, Gray Mass is an uh, EOS uh, block producer, and uh, Wax comes along, and you decide, uh, what, we need wallets? We need a better way to manage our keys? What, uh, what brought you to create Anchor? Well, it, that kind of sums it up in a very simple way. Um, we've been working on wallet stuff for quite a while now. Um, I think we're in year four or five at this point. And so we started before EOS had started and then Wax came along and we were like, well, we need to participate in that as well. Um, but projects like your, you know, the thing that your previous guest Ben was involved in, you know, you see all these people creating these really cool initiatives but there has to be kind of this really fluid tech layer behind it to make it all work. So yeah, we don't have to think about it. Originally, we were um, developers trying to build apps like that. And the biggest hurdle for us as we were building these apps was the wallets in the space. So we got involved in the wallet space and we wanted to try to make it just as simple as possible for people to use these applications um, and focus on the application rather than this, you know, this wallet that you need to use to interact with it. So we dove head first in and have been working on it for years, kind of on the technology and the really nerdy side of it all. Um, and Anchor is where we've landed. Uh, the mobile experience, which is, you know, you can see on the screen now that we just tried to make it as simple as possible. Like you are 
once you get it set up, all you're doing is approving or denying requests from those apps. And it helps you keep your keys secure, which helps you keep your account secure. So that's... It's all available on your mobile as well. See, I've only experienced the desktop version. Is it pretty easy to connect your desktop and the mobile to be able to access both of them seamlessly? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we still need to work on the process so that way you can move between them very easily. But I mean, the import process on mobile is probably easier than it is on desktop. And I, if I've got, so I use it on desktop, but I've got my phone here and I've got the anchor app on it. Can I like scan something in the anchor wallet um, with my phone and have everything show up here? Uh, the mobile wallet itself is just a kind of an authenticator. Okay. You like, so if you went to, uh, one of your favorite dApps, you know, maybe it's like, a, a wax atomic assets, for example, Ato atomic hub. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Atomic hub. And when you click login and then you click anchor, there's a QR code there. And if you scan it with your mobile device, you know, you're looking at it on your computer, but you can scan it with your mobile device. Mm -hmm. Um, it'll link your browser to your phone. So you can use your phone to sign on any computer you sit down at. So it doesn't have to even be a computer you trust necessarily. So you can go anywhere and manage your assets without, you know, toting around a laptop with a desktop wallet, for example. That is, that's so I've had it, but I wasn't sure how to use it on my phone. So let's talk a little bit about the benefits of using this over some of the problems people are having with like the wax cloud wallet. Mm hmm. Right. What 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 problems uh, from a high level does this solve for people that are frustrated with uh, the cloud wallet getting overloaded or being slow? Right. The there are a lot of benefits to things like the Wax Cloud Wallet to just to put that out there to begin with. It's a lot easier to sign up and kind of get started with. Mm -hmm. um, but a wallet like that, they are ultimately in control of your account. You know, they are, they're kind of a custodian for you. They are, it's like the difference between your wallet and your bank account. The bank is managing your money for you, but when the money's in your wallet, it's yours and, you know, you're the one managing it. So that's kind of the difference between something like Anchor and the cloud wallet. Um, Anchor is, it, it's like your physical wallet. You control everything and there's no central place where either somebody can control it or it can fail. I think that's what a lot of the frustration I've heard through the, you know, the channels is that there'll be moments where it's not working. And that's because it's kind of in this central place. With a installable app like Anchor, it's your device. You know, your device connected to the blockchain, which can still fail. Um, because the blockchain itself can have hiccups um, or the APIs you're using to connect to it. But like when you have this installed, you're running it yourself. There's, it takes like a layer of failure out for you. It's a As little bit say, more resilient. Not your keys, not your crypto. Yep. It's really helpful. One of the things that we tell folks, I mean, there's a lot of drops that happen on the WAX blockchain. And sometimes if you're, you're trying to use that WAX cloud wallet and everybody's trying to use that damn thing, it gets clogged up uh, more than my toilet, and um, <laughs> and it's and it's ridiculous. And Thanks so, for the visual, Travis. That's great. You're welcome. <laughs> An anchor wallet seems to allow you to kind of get in there, pow, 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 and you get the drops. But if you're using the wax cloud wallet, you don't seem to get them sometimes, and you're like, oh, come on, come on, oh no. So 
it seems to me that if you're in crypto and you're especially using wax, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a wax wallet advisor, but you know, utilizing the anchor wallet is pretty helpful. Yeah. It kind of well, does it work like that. I'm curious, like Aaron, how come um, sometimes I click the wax cloud wallet and it's spinning, spinning, but if I go to anchor, I'm more likely to have that transaction go through. Why is that? Uh, I think the easiest way to kind of understand that is that in the situation where you're using the wax cloud wallet, there's kind of three things you're interacting with. It's your computer, the wax cloud wallet servers, and then the blockchain itself. So there are three kind of points of failure where things, well, and I shouldn't say points of failure, but three places where it can slow down the experience and get clogged. Um, with a desktop or mobile wallet like Anchor, there's only two places. It's your device and the blockchain. So there's just one less spot where it can break on you. Yeah. So, uh, Trav, do you have a, a question here? If not, I'm going to double down. I, I do not have <laughs> any more questions on it. I just, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking that if you are in crypto or you're using Wax, this is only primarily for EOS type of projects, right? So it's not anything with Ethereum, not anything with Correct. Ones, primarily EOS based projects, which include Wax. Correct. Yeah, there's a list right there on the screen below each of them as to which chains we do support. The um, boss chain. Oh, there it is right there. Support of blockchains. EOS, BIOS, BOSS, BO, Insights, Meet One, Proton, Talos, Warbly, and Wax supporting these five chains. EOS, Wax, Talos, Proton, and FIO. I've never heard of FIO. I don't even know what FIO is. Yeah, then FIO. I'm not sure. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of them and kind of more springing up every month or two. So here's a question I have when actually using the wallet. Is there a way to, is there a setting in there somewhere? I can't seem to find that you can auto sign. Once you've logged in to a site, uh, you know, every time it's like, okay, click here. Now I got to click down here to confirm it. Is mm -hmm. there a way to make it a one click in the anchor wallet? Not currently, unfortunately. Well, I know that's down, bro. That's I know down. <laughs> it's something we're looking at and we're trying to come up with a really good way to do it. Uh, the complexity has been that we want something that works on both desktop and mobile. And a lot of we could have something today, but it would only work on desktop and that would alienate the uh, mobile users. So I'm OK people, with that. <laughs> a lot of people who are using crypto and they're trying to do these drops. I would never recommend trying to claim drops on a mobile device because it just a, it seems to go. It, 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 it's not it's not optimized for that. So, I mean, you're going to store them on your mobile device. But if you're trying to get into some sale or trying to get into some claim, I would never use a mobile device. It should work. I mean, it's pretty lightweight. Um, you're not running a lot on your device specifically, but yeah, I think the people on the desktop could probably claim uh, a drop of an NFT a lot faster, <laughs> even if they both allowed it. But yeah, it's one of those things you got to go click, click, click. Oh man, I want to only get rid of one of those clicks because it's yep. slowing me down. I'm getting and there's my two FA. I got I got to put my password in again. What about um, as far as ease of use? One of the things that's intimidating to people who are just getting started setting up a wallet like this is like, all right, I'm in. Where's my account? Uh, what do you mean? I got to do well, I got to go somewhere and make keys. And how are you mm -hmm. guys intending to make it so that when somebody downloads Anchor, let's say this is their first. They don't have a Wax account yet. Are you going to help onboard them easily? 
Yeah, actually, just last week, we uh, enabled Wax account creation from within Anchor Mobile only right now. Um, we've been yeah. spending maybe the last three or four months now working on an account creation platform, and we're trying to make it as easy as possible. Um, so on the iOS app, which we will be expanding this functionality over to desktop and Android once it's released, but... If you click create account, there is an option to create a fresh account through the app and it will walk you through uh, picking an account name and then it will have you create a backup sheet. And all of the key generation and all of that confusing stuff is kind of done in the background without the user really needing to deal with that. Um, and then after this kind of simple process, we have you... Um, verify your backup sheet, and then you have an account. So it's a pretty easy flow. Uh, right now, I think we have Wax accounts. We have to sell them right now, um, just because we are not a uh, super well-funded organization. Um, yep, that's the uh, flow there right we go. there. So I can go here, and I could just create a new account just by doing that. Yep. And for 99 cents. So is this an in-app purchase then? Yep, it sure is. I just tap that. Oh, and it's a .gm. Yep. So it can be any number of characters. So let's see. Oh, Joel.gm is available. All what right. Is now GM? this is mean. Uh, gm is just short for gray mass. Yeah. Oh, for gray mass. Got you. Uh, now, if I go through this, it's going to show my private keys and stuff, right? Uh, no. It's not. Okay. So I got a question. Look. So what if I want to do the 12 character wax one? And I know that's exactly 12 characters, but I don't want the .gm. I want Travis Wright. It's 12 characters. Is that possible? <laughs> uh, not currently. Okay. So basically, you guys have the rights to that extension, so you can Correct. make as many walls as you want. Okay. And you can so, go through the okay. backup now, or you can do it later. But your account's all set up. And then whenever you're ready to do the backup, that is when you would go through the backup process. And there's my public key right there. So I'm, I'm all set now. Look at if that. You, if you go to Block Explorer and look up Joel.gm, you'll find it. Let's go ahead and pull that up right here. Boom. Created a few seconds ago. There you go, guys. You can. I did not know you could do that. You can create your account right there in the Anchor wallet, and you do not need a Wax Cloud wallet if you choose not to have one. Yep. That is pretty handy. So now we got to pay attention if somebody's – I'm glad we've had this discussion because if we saw a .gm, somebody would submit that. We'd be like, er, that's an incorrect wallet address. <laughs> now we know that would not be the case. I would yep. think it stands for Game Master. That could be that too. Right. Uh, very <laughs> cool. Hey, Aaron, appreciate you coming on. And, and also, I've had a couple tech issues with Anchor and questions, and uh, Aaron is incredibly responsive, like some of the fastest support I've ever seen. It was almost like he was like, they're waiting for me. Um, <laughs> but they have their, their support uh, somewhere on here. There is a link to get the support. Uh, to their forums. Yeah, right here is their forums. And so if you have any questions, uh, reach out to, to Aaron and uh, he'll help you out. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Awesome. Give one of those clicks, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, bud. Thank you. All right. Hey, Joel. Yeah. So, uh, that was fun. That was fun. So I was, you know, I've been working on this thing for a while. I've been working on this thing since uh, I created this piece of artwork uh, back in November of 2008 was my very first edition of this piece. Mm -hmm. 
And every year or every so often, once I figure some new people I want to include in it, I'll go in there and I'll update it and I'll make the latest version. I think I've done about 10 different versions of this thing over time. And, and it's a mastermind group. It's all my favorite people throughout the history of time. And uh, I put this thing together and now I've learned some animation skills and I want to mm. unveil this new one. You haven't seen this new version it, yet. Have you come up with a name for it yet? I, I have. I think we showed it in our, in our hero report and somebody said, Sergeant Pepper, something, something. So I, oh uh, yeah. Not, they had Sergeant Pepper something, but not like NFT was in there. I'm like, so Sergeant Pepper's NFT mastermind. I would just call it Sergeant Pepper's mastermind. I think that that's, there we go. Here it is. It. Can you see it? Yeah. So I got to, if you look, there's all uh, kinds of different things going on now. Superman's flying. Oh my gosh. Of course, it's not as smooth on the Zoom. I, if you guys were to see this without the, the latency, it's very smooth. Oh, very smooth. I got underdog taking off here. He actually is going to, or I got Inspector Gadget. He connects his hat and then it turns into a helicopter and he flies away. Mike Tyson down here, he punches Mario. Mario <laughs> flies away. Uh, you I, got I, us? I got, we're on the screen back there. Yeah, and we're on the screen here. I got this. You turn the computer on, turn it off. So I, I've reached out to the guys over there at Nifty Gateway to see about if this could go on there. I've not heard back yet. So I'm, I'm, I'll probably make it. I'm actually going to have uh, the the genie here. I'm, she's going to be kind of levitating. Notice I got Napoleon just chilling back over here. He's kind of You, you added really um, Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones also. Yeah, I got Indiana Jones there. Yeah, I got Elon Musk here. I got the uh, had fun putting this thing together and especially learning how to animate everything because none of this was animated before. And uh, so I'm having some good times putting that stuff together, creating artwork that uh, could be fun. How are you going to offer it? You know, it depends on the platform. It's either going to be a one of one or uh, if I get on Nifty Gateway, I might do an open edition. So as many people want one as possible, they can have one. I would do an open. I, I wouldn't do a one of one. I would do an open edition. I mean, I, a lot of people will want this. You know, you're going to want one of your own. I definitely want one. I want so one. So that's two of two right there. And I yeah, guarantee there's two, you two. there's you a know what's cool about it is I could literally update this thing once a year like I still do and pull people in, take people out, change it up. I'm having fun with it. it was good. Oh, good I, added the, I added the uh, world's most interesting man from the Dozeki commercials. He's on there, too. You are an artiste, good sir. Thank you, man. I've been learning yeah. some skills doing all these blockchain heroes releases with you and uh, the fam. And uh, we're having some fun stacking those skills, baby. Well, right now, Tops is doing a live event on their Tops Digicast. It is a four-day event called WinterCon. And uh, during WinterCon, they have launched this new GPK set. If you go to topsgpk.io, you can see these for Food Fight. This is the newest thing that they're releasing. And a couple of days ago, we had an opportunity to speak with Mark Seal, head of the blockchain and NFTs at Tops, And uh, we've got that interview for you guys right now that we're going to play. So here we go. You think we've done this before, folks? This is our first time ever using the Zooms. Yeah, I've never what is this Zooms thing? All right. Uh, this is uh, for um, Tops for Tom's Friday's Nifty Show. Here we go. You think we've done this In before, three, folks? This is our first time two. ever using the Zooms. Yeah, I've never. One of the most iconic scenes in all of cinema came from Animal House back in the 70s when John Belushi stood up with mashed potatoes in his mouth and said, guess what I am? And then he hit his cheeks and it went flying everywhere. He said, I'm a zit. Get it? Which then culminated in a 
food fight. Never what is well. this Zoom's thing? This is going to be a less messy cheeks in a food fight. It's going to be a digital food fight because the garbage pail kids are back with the food fight set here in 2021. And here's the coolest part about it. Not only is it physical, not only is it digital, but the two are meeting together and NFTs are about to go mainstream. And to talk about it, we have our friend Mark Seal with Tops, head of blockchain. Welcome back to the show, buddy. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Joel. And hello. How are you guys doing? Ready for a food fight. Yeah, we're great. It's, I'm it's glad you're not be... green today. For the first time, you're <laughs> yeah, not green. Yeah, no, green today. We're, um, as the folks actually watching might know, because uh, we've talked about it, WinterCon is about to start this Thursday. Um which I will be hosting. So I'm in our Orlando studio getting ready to record some skits. Uh, we're getting ready for our interviews and we'll be, we'll be hosting that this Thursday and it'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So this should be a bit of a, a actually when you guys are showing this, I think we'll have uh, WinterCon kind of going on. So that'll be going on in the midst of all this. Um, and this will be a little bit of a sneak preview as to what's, going to be available win a con got it going on so uh is this where do people go to see WinterCon? how do they access that online so they can head over to twitch.tv slash tops digicast okay uh, that's where we host our weekly uh content reviews for tops digital and that's where WinterCon will be hosted as well so right now, as you guys are watching this, this is happening over there as well. Unless you're watching this after the weekend, in which case you're watching a rerun, and you could probably go see the WinterCon reruns as well. So one of the big announcements that came out in the news this week is the Food Fight set. And uh, I remember talking to Tobin and you last year about, hey, uh, you know, are you guys looking at perhaps bringing digital into the physical world and there was kind of like yeah we want to do that now you're doing it so tell us what is food fight and how are we integrating with uh with nfts yeah absolutely so we again we wanted to really do something where we could kind of join the two uh physical card collecting and digital card collecting with nfts uh, we've had an opportunity here with the physical team for Garbage Pail Kids. They were working on this new set, Food Fight. It was supposed to be really exciting. Um, all kinds of new designs and new art going to be in the physical cards. And we spoke to them, said, then we're like, well, how, how can we tie into this? What can we do? And one of the solutions that we came to was a redemption card. But we didn't want to just do a redemption card. We wanted to take a new uh, kind of spin on what GPK is in, in modern era um and what that could look like in digital and we've done our digital gpk stuff but how do we take a tie-in and differentiate the physical to the to the digital so we had 11 brand new pieces of art done by a gpk artist who uh, many collectors will be familiar with his name is he goes by gpk nick and he's a um a more um I would say minimalist style designer for GPK. It's one of the few deviations on GPK art styles that we approved. And we worked with him to do a special collection of 11 uh, characters, some reimagined, some new. And those will be available for um, kind of un unlocking through a few fine, in one in every box on the physical set will have a redemption card. There will be a QR code and a, a regular redemption code, so you can choose to redeem it however you want. 
but you scan, it'll bring you to wax. Um, you'll put in the redemption code and you will get your NFT pack, which will contain three exclusive uh, food fight NFTs. Mm. And these NFTs from the redemption are only available through a physical redemption card. Now, this is fascinating. So I want, I want to get some, some clarification on that. And actually yesterday, I think I went to um, uh, car. Uh, there's a, there a card site that I went to. like Blowout cards? Blowout cards. Yeah, I went to blowout cards last night and I bought four of these boxes. And the boxes are about a hundred bucks a piece because I'm thinking this is NFT mainstream history right here. The very first time really we're, it's, they're going into Walmart stores and going into Target stores. Like this is huge. So, uh, and, and, and we were actually uh, really excited about this. And so I'm curious, did you say there's only one in a box or are they in one in a pack? Nope. There's only one per box. One per box. And how many packs are in a box? Um, I, I actually don't know the exact number of packs off the top only of my head. Only one of the packs in the box will have one of those NFT redemption cards. That is correct. Yep. Okay. They are they are going to be, um, and part of the idea behind this was we wanted them to be coveted. Um, we know that counts are very important to our NFT collectors, and we want these cards to be uh, not even just the redemption cards, because the redemption cards are an exclusive piece of art as well. They're our... Um, Adam Appetite version of Atomic Adam. He's roasting uh, some food over his head. So this card. <laughs> is, Can you show that? Barbecue. Let's see uh, it. Yes, I, I actually do have it. <laughs> okay, so barbecue. So that box that Travis bought—that's a hundred-dollar box. You said, Trav. Yeah. That will have one redemption in one of the packs randomly, or will that redemption be like right when you open the box? How how is it found? Uh, it'll be in one of the packs. Okay, so you got to get the box and you got to open the packs and you're looking for this Adam you're looking, Appetite You're looking card. for Adam Appetite. I might is that the before. only redemption card in the set? That is the only redemption card in the set is an Adam Appetite. What about Billy Belly? How come there's not a 1B? There's got to be a Billy Belly. Well, there there is a 1B, but the 1B can only be found in the re in the redemption digital pack so ah. there's this is the only redemption card but when you actually claim them you'll get a pack of food fight cards that could have one of or well three of technically 11 brand new digital pieces wait now okay hang on my mind's blowing all right so there's one card in all of the boxes that are going to Target and Walmart or online, it's this is the redemption card. Yes. And this what has a code on the back of it? That's correct. On the back of this card will be a redemption code and instructions on how to redeem it. And then you go and it gives you a pack that has three cards in it. That's correct. Now, all right, so that leads me to this and you can pull that one down. He's very cool looking. Um, are, I know you guys are also gonna do a digital sale. Are the card packs that you'll get from redeeming from physical different than the ones you're going to do in the digital sale? They are. So on the redemption packs, exclusive to redemption packs will be the A names of all of our new characters. In the sale will be exclusively the B names for all 11 new pieces of art. Mm. And so all 11 
in both packs will have a base, sketch, prism, signature, and gold variant available. Wow. So then let me ask you this then. So let's say I get my box soon because I got I got it shipped to me quickly. I open it up. I find one. I go and I get it done. And boop, do I get low mints because I'm one of the first one to do it? Or are those mints like, I know you guys are working with AtomicHub.io on this. Mm-hmm. And is there just like a pool of NFTs that they're going to pull from? Or does that generate a pack that you then open? So am I getting low mints from that if I'm the quickest one to do it? Or how how does that work? The first 10,000 packs to be claimed will be pre-minted. Meaning you could get a low mint or you may not. So there's no hurry. I mean, there's kind of a hurry if you want to be in the, right, the first 10,000. But um, being the first one isn't going to guarantee you a low mint. Whatever you open in that pack, you could get mints high number or a low number exactly now now that just to clarify is only for the redemption packs unfortunately for the sale packs during winter con we don't have the ability to pre-mint those yet so those will be uh, all print on demand for mm-hmm. the sale but the redemption pack cards are pre-minted for the first ten thousand. Mm. and when is that sale the sale will begin thursday uh time to be announced on WinterCon. So right. yeah, if you want to get in on the sale, you got to jump into WinterCon, check us out during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you we'll actually missed the sale because this is record. This is being shown yeah. on Friday you, after the sale. Only, then you've only missed two of the sales potentially because we will be releasing 2,450 packs every day. Ah, there you go. So wow. you guys who are watching now, maybe Fridays have dropped, maybe they haven't, but there's more on Saturday and I'm sure you'll have limits to those. Yep. So there will still be more on Saturday and Sunday. On Saturday is awesome. Okay. So this is a really interesting combination that's taking place here. Um, since you are pre-minting the and printing the actual cards, what is the supply of boxes that are going out? In other words, how many redemption cards can there be? Uh, that I actually don't have information for, and I don't think that we are announcing. Okay. Mm. So I have a question about this, because you know what's going to happen is, is somebody's going to get this card, they're going to scan it, they're going to get the redemption, and then the guy's going to, or the girl's going to go on eBay and sell it. Hey, I got a redemption card. And like, what happens? How do we protect that? Because that to me seems like the only potential hiccup that some people might get hosed on. Which I thought about, and that is why all codes, including the QR code, is underneath a scratch off. Right, but you could, so somebody's selling on an eBay, they're going to take a picture of the front and the back. Right. Or they're going to have to say this is unused because if somebody buys a used one, then clearly, you know, that's not going to go over well. Right. If you are looking and you're looking to buy one on eBay, make sure that the back is untampered with. Um, But you will, they will have to scratch it off in order to reveal the claim code. I got to say, I have never bought um, physical GPK cards, and it's not because I don't like them. It's because when GPK came around, I was in college, right? It was it was past my youthful collecting age, and then you know I was a parent and you know working, and I I stopped buying stuff like that. But I went to the same site Travis did, and and I bought some as well. 
Um, and I, they're shipping. And I'm assuming that people will be able to go to Target and Walmarts tomorrow. They should be on the shelves by the time uh, we're recording this, by the way, on what is it, Tuesday? Tuesday today. We're recording this on the Tuesday prior to release. Um, but on Wednesday, they should have landed in stores. And so everybody, if they're not sold out, you should be able to go to any Target or Walmart to find these? Yes. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go snag some more because I think it'll be fun because it's going to be very hard for folks to get and access those cards, especially if there's only three cards per pack. And we saw how that worked with um, your guys's stonk, your guys's, uh, well, you guys had game, the game stonk scenario, right? As we had our stonk wars and we were all like, battling on all of that that, was, that ended up being crazy coincidence that we were both doing that um i love this i think this is really cool now you tops is known for baseball cards right and you guys got the baseball cards rights and i i guarantee you tops has to be foaming at the mouth seeing what nba top shot is doing and trying to figure out how to do some of this stuff is there anything and it just seems to me like oh baseball cards and packs and redemption things is this maybe a test for hey, we're going to do GPK and maybe baseball cards. My, we're going to learn from this so that we don't make same mistakes with baseball cards later or something. Yeah. Um, all I'll say is everything that we do is a test for things we want to do in the future. Mm. Um, there's learnings that we take out of every release. We're intentionally structuring things in a way that gives us valuable information that allows us to make sure that our future releases uh, are more. Um, want appealing, that they that they run smoother, that they achieve what we want them to achieve, but also give fans the value that they're looking for. So we're, we're constantly testing and looking at whether it's release mechanics, pricing, uh, everything. So this is definitely our first foot in the door for physical redemption cards that award NFTs. Um, and we have no intentions of this being the last. So talking about learnings, as far as what you feel comfortable talking about, what did you learn from the uh, the Burn Ventures uh, promotion? I think the Burn Ventures promotion went really well. Um, and, you know, there was the having an event tied in and having a community event built around it, I think was extremely valuable um, to the release. And just really, honestly, everything, you know, the, the counts that we had, having that structured around um, what people were looking I guess out looking for in in value from those cards, uh, being able to burn for their leaderboard place, mm -hmm. then receive the the mitten packs, which was a fun touch that we did. Uh, I think all of that really kind of added up to to a good event that we want to take a lot from. Eighty three percent of the burn venture packs have been opened. So secondary market right now at Atomic, these are going for seventeen sixty four, and there's of course fewer number of mitten packs of which uh, yep. I, I think i popped one or two because i'm like oh these are going to be rare to get because there's only 2859 of them 65 percent have been open and you can see on the secondary market those are 2033 right now well speaking speaking of the future of blockchain and everything that tops is doing um unfortunately i actually have a blockchain meeting that i have to jump into right now okay. uh so you go, I, got, I got to ask one question before you go, because I'd be I, I'd be bad if I didn't. Sure. I want to know why in the hell did you put Bernie Sanders on the game stonk pack? Because I've been busting your balls about that on our shows like Bernie Sanders on that. This doesn't even make sense to me. So why was so, Bernie Sanders on the damn game stonk thing? 
that that Bernie Sanders was one that uh, it was part of the game stonks release for for physical. Um, and honestly, we we thought it was funny. So we put it on there. Okay. <laughs> There's your answer, Travis. There it is. It was funny. Not, All right. Not much. Not much more than that. He, he was funny. I gotta say, our pack, our, our, our stock wars blew away your pack cover. I want to say the pack design was. Uh... <laughs> well, for, fortunately, um, the actual release obviously went over really well. Uh, I, I said this in, I'll say this on here. I said it in the, the Telegram, and then I'll, I'll head out after this. Uh, our Wall Street Bets card, um, I was allowed to post it to the wall street bet subreddit and it, it blew up within minutes thousands of awards and upvotes and ended up hitting the front page um to which i then people were asking who the artist was and and where what is this from so uh, i without linking a sale link i just linked hey this is the artist and this is where it's from it's from atomic uh, and promptly got a lifetime uh ban from wall street bets so that's an achievement that's that's reddit for you though reddit is reddit is asshole hey man no you got to go to a meeting thanks so much for checking in with us good luck with winter con and we'll talk to yeah. you again soon we love thanks you, guys talk to you soon appreciate you Bye. all right there you go mark seal uh this is the tin right here the tin man and uh, it says on it pick boogers get more stickers and clean your ears i did peel through the packs and the uh, the card that you're looking for, there was one in every tin, is this one right here. And I did a opening live. If you go back to on the YouTube channel, you can see the actual opening. And that code has been redeemed, so don't even bother. I did pull some really interesting cards out of uh, that, including a one of one. It's in my bag right here. It's a vegan Tegan. You've actually got... shut my video down, so I can't turn my video back on. Oh well. We don't want to look at you anyway. That's all right. I'm going to be here. There you go. Start your video. So this is a one of one um, uh, black printing plate that I got. And I got several signature cards, um, average of one interesting thing in each. But this one really surprised me. It's a it's a wacky package patch. It's a special insert. I haven't got so, my boxes yet. So this oh, is that, a baby run. But it's it's thicker. It's it's a patch and it's got a number on the back of it it's number um 34 of 199 nice so it's not your it's like card it's it's a thicker cardboard it's not like a thin That's thing cool. in fact it says on the packs that you may have fewer than um eight cards in the pack if there's a special insert so because this was in there there was only five cards in that pack it's like here's something special together in one that was nice. yeah here's something special so suck it <laughs> here's something special you get less yeah, you get less. Uh, so the I did manage to acquire some um, GPK packs from the sale today, and I'm going to open one. I have not opened one yet. Where do you because... open them at? I was actually looking at that earlier, and I was trying. I did not see an unbox it's, on. It's right there on the site. So if we go Is to tops.gpk.io, right here's the thing. There right here, at the bottom it says open. Open. Open, open. So this was the day one. I did not get any three card packs on day one. This is day two. So I got my packs here. I loaded up today. Um, probably not going to buy. You could see when they go on sale for day three and day four. So the, there's no surprise as to when those are happening. But now, I are these the same cards that are in here that are in the redemption card packs or are those special? 
uh, so these are the B variations. The redemption packs are the A's. Oh yeah. So so that's how they they did this. So there's only you know there's only thirty thousand supply of these ten thousand packs, three cards each. So here we go. Point. All right, we got a bloody berry, a, a prism deli daily and a prism barbecue billy he's the iconic character this is the the opposite of uh, what's his name uh, adam appetite and uh, 1b right there and i claim my cards stick them in my my wallet boom like that now uh, because i got my packs i had my tins overnighted this is i got the i got these low mint uh claims right here so I'm not opening these. I'm keeping these. I did think about card. doing mine overnight, but then I was like, eh, that's, it costs like an additional 75 bucks or something, but you did. Yep. It was, I'm like, go, I was go big or go home and you went home and I went big and, and you saved money and I did not. Yeah. Oh, well yeah. Saved $75 and now I got none. They haven't arrived yet. So uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about, and that was NBA top shot um, today they did uh what do they call the pack the rare pack the it was the rare pack it was they had the golden metallic uh borders on them they had over two hundred thousand people waiting for one of somewhere like ten thousand five hundred ninety nine dollar packs um my place in line was like sixty two thousand travis what was your place in line I want to talk about it. This is the second time in a row that one of you comboys has gotten one and you don't even like the basketball. So my son, uh, Zach got, he was like 6,000 in line. He got a pack and, uh, and we opened it. In fact, um, you know what? I think I've got the video because I did record that today. Let me go to my zoom folder here and see if it saved it from when we did that. Um, so he got a uh, he opened up in that one pack that he opened up. He got a, a Zion Williamson, which is a pretty decent card, and then he got a uh, metallic card of somebody I'd never heard of. So I'm not sure how much, but that was like a seventeen hundred dollar card. So yeah, you know what? Bad. I found it right here. Let me uh, let me pull this up and share this. Here's Zach's open line for just over ten thousand packs. Zach won the lottery. Over two hundred thousand people in line. It really? said at the end. Wow. So Zach got lucky. He got like place 6,000 something in line and he picked up a premium pack. So uh, he's going to pop that puppy. You lucky that bastard. Yeah, lucky, yeah, lucky bastard here. Yes. Oh, I'm happy for you and I'm angry for, I'm sad for me. <laughs> I, I got nothing either. I did get my GPK packs though. All right. Oh, uh oh, that blue one there is going to be really amazing. Okay, what's that one? Hold on, hold on. Don't, don't do that. We got there. Okay. Oh, that Zion Williamson. Oh, that's dude, the that one, one right there. Is that's the one nice I just sold. Low mint on that one. That Zion that right the, there is probably 50, 000, uh, 50, at least 500 bucks. That's the one I just sold for 500 bucks. Nice. What is that? Oh, dunk. Okay. I don't know that guy. I can't keep listening to that. It's way too loud. <clears throat> we don't hear it. I was, it was playing some, some super loud. Uh, not okay. I don't know that guy. Chris Bouchier. Jump shot by Jalen Brown. Okay, some of these are going to be decent. So this, this is right the one is right magical. here. Right? This will be a golden metallic card for you. All right, here we go. A rare one hundred and two. Shabam! Nice. Boom. 
Okay, Keldon Johnson. I guess not right. check the markets, right? And see. Yeah, see what that's worth. No. So we, he looked that up, and uh, the lowest listing at the time was like $1,600. Yeah, it's crazy. I, there's actually, if you go to the, if you're on NBA Top Shots, there's a website called evaluate.market. And you can actually go there and it'll, you type in your username and it'll show you what the value of your cards are. And I have a card. So I actually had a bunch of cards from early on that I then sold and then took that money to buy a bunch of cards that I wanted to have. And uh, my NBA Top Shot collection is worth almost, it's actually a little over six figures, which is crazy considering that I've spent $700 on those. Not bad, Sir Lord Travis. Not too shabby. Yeah. Not bad at all. You're a whale. I guess so. It said it said that my card collection is the is the one thousand seventieth best collection of Top Shot, which I don't know. That seems, Very nice. I'm in the top one percent somehow, so that tells me that there must be at least a hundred thousand users on that platform already. Does that sound right? I guess so. There was two hundred thousand people in line yeah. today. Damn, yeah. Sir Lord Travis Wright signaling the IRS. Look at me. Very nice. I spent seven hundred bucks. I don't, I don't I don't have any money from those things. I'm just keeping those cards. watch it watch it disappear it'll tell the way it goes next week on the nifty show the one and only whale shark uh, he has created a vault of art nfts and he has developed social money around this uh, vault and the whale coin uh now is a community coin that sell i think it's like 14 dollars a whale right now and uh, I was told that he does not really do interviews and likes to stay anonymous and quiet. Uh, I asked him and he was like, can't wait. So I'm like, did I get the right whale shark here? Did I get the whale, another whale shark somewhere else? So he's coming on uh, next week to talk about the whale shark vault and all things NFTs and uh, great yeah, fun. Speaking of, we got a social token ourselves, and you can see it in Joel's new background. These are all of the projects that we've worked on so far. Bad Crypto, we've done since 2017. We got the Hero Token. Uh, we got the Blockchain Heroes. Those are the three different editions we've done, First Strike and Stonk Wars. You can see Upland Collectibles. That's a new series that will be dropping at the end of March. We have the Nifty Show, which is above his head, and he's wearing a yellow shirt, so that's nice. We got the Nifty Box. And then we got the hero token and also Bitcoin Elite right over there, which we launched last Sunday. Sold out the 21 of 21 piece in one second. Vesa oh, kicked butt on that. That was nice. That was really nice. Um, should uh, should we give away some hero social money? Let's do. Let's give away some hero. Uh-oh, Brian Zader said some scumbag hacked his tri-roll and took all of his hero. Yeah. Uh. Lock that stuff down, gang. Lock yeah, it down. Use a stronger password besides password at sign. All right. This is Nifty Show number 36. And we're going to give away to 50 people um, 10 heroes. So you got to be fast to claim these. They're going to go super fast. I'm going to give you a link in just a second. I'm just setting it up. We're, this is on the fly. Just coming up with this right now. And... Um, I'm getting it set up and I will make a special link for you guys. So pay attention because we want you to, uh, these are going to go fast. 10 each, 50 people are going to get them. We're giving away 500 hero in totality and making the link for you guys right now. 
It's so crazy how Brian says this. He had 90 hero tokens and 1,700 lads tokens, and somebody got him right while he was logging in. I don't know how that happened. But we might be able to help you back out with those hero tokens. Message us in our Telegram. Are we going to reward people losing their stuff? I don't know. I'm, I'm I lost my, my, my bad coin. Here's a billion of them. Ma'am, um, I'll try to keep our people happy. I like that. You're, you're, you are you want to uh, to please our audience. So here's where you guys go. Get ready. Get set. Nifty.show forward slash top shot in celebration of Travis not getting a premium pack today. Nifty.show forward slash top shot. He'll get one next time. I'm always pulling for you. Travis. Yeah, yeah. These guys don't even like the sports ball. And they're like, but I like cards. I'm going to collect them. I like collectibles. I don't like brats either. And I bought brats. And I really don't care about Street Fighter. And I bought Street Fighter. I buy all the things. Because I like the collectibles. You this like is the, the Nifty things. show. This you is know? the Nifty show. So, so I like y'all for tuning in. Uh, Bruce just says, oh, man, I just lost 1,000 Mythic Blockchain Heroes cards. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, talk to Brian Zader and you guys can cry over a beer together. Half of them are gone. Nifty.show forward slash top shot. And we will be launching our Discord shortly. We've almost got it. We've got it ready pretty much. We just haven't formalized it yet. Uh, but the invite only Discord is prepared. And in order to have access to anything but the general channel, you're going to need to have Hero token in your wallet and there will be other benefits to having it as well and talking with the tri-roll team the next step is to build liquidity for the hero token on uniswap so that'll be coming soon also uh yep that's all i got and then no more needles i got nothing else thanks everybody thanks for watching uh be sure to if you miss a show they're on youtube on the nifty show playlist and go to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe, and you can review us there. Uh, the Both Bad Crypto and Nifty Show's audience are growing on a regular basis. Bad Crypto is uh, number 75 or something in investing on iTunes and continues to climb. And the Nifty Show continues to get viewers. So we really appreciate you guys uh, for supporting us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being Nifty. Thank you so much. Nifty Show. Oh, God. Bye-bye.